morning, everybody. Thank you for joining the Kenny G Experience. This is Kenny G. Uh, today is Wednesday. I like to call it Wild Card Wednesday. So we basically get into a little bit of everything. Um, you know, a little bit about me. For those of you that don't know me, my name is Kenny. Um, I am a federal nurse. I am a fireman. I am a motivational speaker. And I am an amazing human being. Um, you'll hear me repeat these things on a daily basis. I talk about it because 21 days, it creates a habit, right? So you say these things, you know, and they, you continuously create this this persona that is real, you know? You think about it. And it's truly amazing. Thoughts become things. Um, JV Impacts, Coach JV, um, I listen to his podcast every single day. This man is amazing. Uh, you got to check him out. And that's why I personally am doing a podcast now. Um, it's These are the reasons why we have to explore. You know, we have to, you know, go out there and, you know, find that random podcast. You know, find that little, that little fish, you know, in that big ocean, you know, like me. I always say, I'm a little, I'm like a little goldfish in the Atlantic Ocean, you know, I'm nobody special. I'm not a famous person. I'm not I'm not anybody that you know, any I am special and I am one of a kind. But I'm not no Brad Pitt. I'm not no Leonardo DiCaprio. You know, I'm not Captain America or Superman like I like to believe I am, right? The one thing I have trouble working with sometimes and working on rather is understanding that I am not Superman. Right, I ha I have a team. I have a team in the fire department. I have a team in my nursing field. For some reason, I like to put a lot of weight on my shoulders. And again, today is Wild Card Wednesday, so the reason for that is growing up. You know, um, I really believe it's so important to have two parents in your life. I don't think it's important to have them living in the same house if it's toxic. You know, my parents did that. Um, growing up, there's a lot of fighting, you know, there was a lot of arguing, a lot of, just a lot of chaos, a lot of mess, you know, um, CPS got involved, um, I was taken away at a fairly weird age, you know, my sister was eight, and I was probably around 15, 16, so I was just about at that age where you think you're an adult, you know, you think you're unstoppable, you think you're invincible, you don't think you get in trouble, you see things on the news that could never happen to you, you know, so you start acting out, you know, we start, we start growing up. So just a quick story, you know, I'll get into it because today is Wild Card Wednesday. So again, I like to throw out those random stories and I like to talk about, well, today will be about me. Um, when I was taken away, I was put in a facility where they put juvenile delinquents, right? I'm talking about arsonists. I'm talking about kids that were running away. Um, I'm talking about kids that belonged in this facility. So since I was 16, I couldn't go to, you know, a minor, you know, where there's, there's young children, like my sister, eight years old, she got to go to this beautiful house, you know, and I was so happy for her because around Christmas time, she got to have a beautiful Christmas that my parents wouldn't have been able to provide, um, you know, and myself, I had to be in this facility that had all white walls and it was just it was it was very surreal you know they had me take off my shoes I couldn't have shoes I couldn't have anything 
Um, it was so surreal. And now you hear in the background that screaming of that beautiful voice. That's my daughter. You know, I have a daughter today. And I never, ever, ever would have thought that. You know, and it's just an amazing feeling. You know, that's a sidebar because, you know, obviously, you know, hearing that voice right there, that's my motivation to do this, to be a fireman, to be, to help people, to save people, to be a nurse, to save lives, to do whatever I have to do to help people not be in horrible situations. And if they are in a horrible situation, I want to make it that much better. So back to when I was in this place, um, all the counselors and, you know, they're all amazing. You know, I forget where this place was, but I want to go back and visit, you know, just thinking about it now, you know, these are the memories that I try to, you know, bury deep down, but you can't, you can't do that. You know, you bury them, you bury them, you bury them. Eventually a garbage can, if you keep packing a garbage can, you push it down, it works, right? You push it down again, maybe one more time, you muscle it in, you might get it in there one more time, but then eventually what happens? The bag rips, right? Everything comes out got to use another one right so same thing goes for this you know i i stuffed all these emotions down these feelings down i used to care what this person's gonna think you know because i have a relationship with my family you know my mom and dad i love them i have a great relationship with them you know um my sister you know she's another one right now she's going through a tough time um but we fought she was in a, she was in this place that you know, this, everyone wanted her. They wanted to uh, not adopt, but they were going to foster her. So the deal was we had to stay together. Think about it. Who wants a 16-year-old, 6-foot guy, right, to come into their home? <laughs> they rather have the 8-year-old daughter, right, 8-year-old little girl, little, you know, princess, right? They don't want to have, you know, it's, it's just the truth. They don't want a 16-year-old kid that they don't know, is he going to be bad, is he good, is he a delinquent, what's he do? you know what I mean? Meanwhile, we were there because my parents were addicted to, you know, substances. So that's the thing. So my whole life, I think I held, like, I had this vendetta that, like, why me? You know, that stupid why me and that what was me that I can't stand in people? That's because that was me. You know, when you see somebody and you get so upset and they upset you that much, it's not because, you know, it's not because you, you just hate them. It's because you see yourself in them or a part of you in them, right? So my whole thing to this is, you know, long story short, you know, time went on and this beautiful family took us in. Um, one, her, uh, the woman's name was Coletta and her husband's name was Norris. Um, he was from Guyana, and she was from Jamaica. And they took us in. They had a beautiful home. It was actually very close to where I lived anyway, so it was the same town. Um, I had to go to a different school, which was there. You know, that was tough. Um, but it was only for a little bit of time. Um, they were amazing. When, when I say they took amazing care of myself, me, not just me, but my sister, because I was like a father, you know, that's like my daughter. I look at my sister like my daughter. You know, the eight-year difference today, I'm 29, she's 21. You know, I, I still try to be in her life as a father, but sometimes you have to let them go on their journey, right? So eventually, again, you know, time goes on more, you know, and here we are now. You know, I um, I decided to get the heck out of this area, and I moved away, um, got away from everybody. I wanted to just be by myself, 
started a life upstate New York um, by Buffalo. So I dealt with so much snow and so much, you know, it was like hills and hillbillies. I'm talking farmers. I'm talking, you know, for all you farmers out there, God bless you. For all you country people, I respect you, man. You guys are hard workers. But I'm a, I'm a, I'm a Long Island. I'm from Long Island. I'm a, I'm a city man. You know, I'm, a, I'm, a, I'm an islander. You know, I... <laughs> I love my oceans. I love, you know, I love the city. I love New York, you know, and it, it's, it was hard for me. It, technically, I was in New York, but it wasn't New York. It was like a fake New York, you know. But, um, I mean, you know, I lived there for quite a while. Um, I, I, I did fairly well. Um, I, I stayed up there probably about, probably four or five years. Um, eventually, one day, quick story, you know, I was walking uh, you know, walking around, I didn't really have anything. I, I didn't have any job. I wasn't doing anything with my life. I was, you know, I had this little apartment that was like $350 a month. And, um, first I had to live with my, um, my girlfriend at the time's mom. And I was doing nothing but living in this room. I stayed trapped in this room doing nothing. Uh, one day I was walking, taking a walk around all these hills. I'm talking hills. Like it was like you literally were in the Colorado Rockies. Like it was, it was just crazy. Um, I passed this big, beautiful uh, nursing home. I didn't know what it was. I swear to God, I didn't know what it was at the time. I'm like, you know, let me walk in there and see if they're hiring. So I walk in this place on a Sunday. Um, it's dead. There's no one there. So finally, you know, I'm in like the best suit I had. And, you know, I had like a freaking stain on it. The pants didn't match the white shirt. The shoes had a hole in it. You know, I tried to wear the best clothes I had. I didn't have much. I didn't have anything. Nothing, literally. I went with a few things, and that was it. So as I walked in there, um, she comes up to me, and she's like, how can I help you? She thought that I was trying to visit a resident. I had no idea about healthcare field, you know. So uh, backtrack, I did have a – I was a personal carry, which is like a uh, – kind of like a – before a certified, if you know what a CNA is, they're, they're kind of like you go to homes and, like, you take care of them, you know, maybe bring it to a doctor appointment, help them, you know, cook something or clean the house. I had that. So I was a certified PCA. So I walked in there, and she's like, you know, how can I help you? I said, oh, I want to get a job here. <laughs> she goes, what are you? And I said, well, I am a PCA. She's like, oh, well, this is a nursing home of nurses and, you know, CNAs. I'm like, oh. But she saw something in me. And I'll never forget her for this. But she said, you know what? We do have a program here, though, where we put you in a class. You become a CNA, Certified Nursing Assistant. Uh, we pay you for the training the whole time. And you get to, you know, do your clinicals there, you know, on the floor. So she told me to come back Monday. She gave me an application. And I always, always, one best thing of advice I could give you, whenever you get an application for anywhere, Make sure you give it to the boss. Give it to someone high up if you can. Always. Be presentable. Look sharp. Look serious. Look like you, you know. Remember, you're selling yourself. You're, you know, you want them to want you. That's how you got to be. So I was very confident. So, you know, Monday comes. Here I am. I get the phone call. And I start the class. You know, so I become the CNA just from walking past this place. I was going nowhere. I was just walking around aimlessly. Had nothing to do. No job, nothing. And here I am now in this class becoming a CNA. That's my, that was my first experience with the healthcare field. Um, it was amazing. You know, this, this experience, that experience was great. You know, I worked there for about two, three years as a CNA. And it was amazing. Um, I loved every minute of it. It taught me 
how to get close with resonance and everything. That's the fire. I'm sorry, guys. But uh, it taught me everything. It taught me, it taught me courtesy. It taught me how to treat others. It taught me respect. It taught me what you know the elderly actually go through, and it taught me what nurses actually do. You know, and CNAs, CNAs. Let me tell you, my CNAs, man, I have are amazing. You know, they do so much, and I did too. Like I, I took my job so serious, but then I saw what the nurses did, and I'm like, you know what, I can do that. And, um, you know, they had another day of school up there I went to, and then I went to nursing school, you know, <laughs> and it's like, I, I literally got to go through this chain where it started off as a PCF, then that story I told you, I got to the CNA part, then all of a sudden I said, why not, I can do what they're doing, I can be a nurse, boom, so I went to nursing school, became a nurse, you know, and, and it, you just gotta do it, just do it, it's that simple, you could do anything in the world, literally. If I, if I had that story and I did that, come on. So long story short, I stayed up there for a little bit of time. And then I, you know, established myself. I probably worked up there as a nurse for November of something, what, 2017, I believe. And then I came back down here about, what, I've been here for like two, over two and a half years now, back in Long Island. And um, when I came back here, again, I didn't have anything. It's almost started over. And now I have, obviously, a nurse, you know, that's why I had a, you know, if I could work anywhere. But I was living at my parents on the couch, you know, not, you know, not happy, miserable. But then I kept striving, you know, I kept getting a job. Then I got a supervisor job. Now I have an office, you know, that gave me this ambition. So now I'm in charge of people. Like, you know, think about this. I was walking aimlessly down a road past a nursing home, right? Fast forward how long? And now I have an office, and I'm a charge nurse, and I'm in charge of me. It's amazing, right? So then I, that was a great job, but then I got offered a federal job, you know? So I kept climbing, and that's where I am today, you know? Same thing with the fire department. You know, I always seen that truck go by, and I always felt like I belong on that truck, you know? But remember, stay tuned for Fridays. That's Fireman Friday. We're going to get into that. But today was Wild Card Wednesday. I'm so glad you guys listened to this because this was a, this is a deep down, this was a, this is a hard story to tell. You know, there's a lot more to this, but a lot more will come. Um, I got so many stories and I have so much advice for all of you. Um, you know, just keep listening. You know, the Kennedy Experience is going to be one of the top rated podcasts out there. Mark my words. When I, when I set my mind to something, I do it. So... I thank you for my people that listen every day. I love you. Uh, for those of you that are new and today is happen to be your first one, welcome. And I'm glad today was your first one because this is a pretty uh, pretty long one. Um, and, you know, I'm just going to keep going. You know, we're just we're going to keep going together. Remember, I say this every day. Send me the hate mail. Send me the great mail. You know my TikTok. You know my Instagram. You know my name. Reach out to me. I'm here for advice. I'm here for anything. You have advice for me? Give it to me. One thing. One thing. If I could teach you anything today, always remain teachable. Always. Let's end it with our positive affirmations. Because you know I'm not, I'm not going to go anywhere until we do it. I am healthy. I am wealthy. I am abundant. I am rich. I am successful. Say it with me. Put whatever you want in it or don't. It's up to you. I am healthy, I am wealthy, I am successful, I am abundant, 
I am rich, right? You're worth it. Know who the hell you are. My name is Kenny. I'm the best. I am the best nurse in the world. I am the best fireman in the world. I am the best motivational speaker in the world. I am the most kindest giving human being in the world. And I am going to continue to add to that list every single day, one step at a time. Let's crawl before we walk, all right? I love you all. I'll be back for Thursday. Have a great day. Everyone, strive today. Make someone smile. Act of kindness. I'll see you tomorrow. I'm out.